From the depths of nowhere, two guys sitting around talking about bullshit. It is sports and spirits with Nathan and Max. Good luck. He has a new uh, Netflix special. Uh, Chris Rock does that uh, called a Selective Outrage. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Um, and he, uh, you know, through finally, the, finally goes in on Will Smith. Yeah, for the first 50 minutes or so, whatever. You know, he's pretty calm. and, and Everybody's just, just sitting there waiting yeah, for Yeah, just waiting, and he builds it up, and he finally, at that, the last 10 minutes, he just, he just destroys him. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, I don't know what, what Chris Rock is supposed to do, um, but um, it, it's just, uh, you know, I, I think it's a classic move on Chris Rock. Um, you know, and he kind of, Tells at the end why he didn't retaliate and yeah. stuff like that. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've always liked Chris Rock. Um, you know, as far as the overall show, uh, it was, pro- it, it was, it was good. It wasn't his best, but it, it was, it was, it's definitely worth watching, definitely checking out. And, uh, yeah, I've never liked Chris Rock. You've never liked him? No, he race baits. All his jokes are white guy this, white guy that. That's all of his jokes. Yeah. They're just not funny to me. I mean, he's funny in a way, but all of his jokes are all race-centered, every single one of them. But I did hope that he went after Will Smith because Will Smith definitely deserved it. Hell, Will Smith deserved his ass beat is what he he deserved. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he definitely he definitely goes after him, and yeah. you know, and he, it's all all. He says your wife hurt you a whole lot more than you hurt me. Yeah, he he <laughs> makes it a comedic sketch out of it. Yeah. And, uh, that's well, fun. welcome, folks, to Sports and Spirits for another episode. And uh, so I think uh, we've got a guest here. Nathan, who is this stranger amongst us? Well, he was on the podcast that we deleted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but uh, Tristan. Hey, guys. All Glad right. to be here. So we've got a third member of the cast. Um, and uh, so... Uh, the Cowboys have cleared some cap space. Ooh, thirty million. No way. Mm-hmm. What'd they do? Cut Prescott? Had to. Had to. Ugh. That's what everybody wants. So yeah. I, I saw that yeah. they did this, and uh, I tell you what, there's uh, there's a couple of free agents out there, and one that just popped up today. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings released, you know. Uh, their number two receiver, arguably their number two receiver, with Adam Thielen. And uh, I would like to see, uh, I, you know, he's definitely going to the top of the list of the free agents out there. Um, I would like to see Dallas, if they decide to finally spend some serious money in free agency, uh, I think that, that plugs the number two hole yeah. um, with, with, with Thielen coming here. Yeah. And then that gives you CeeDee Lamb. Adam Thielen and uh, Michael Gallup. That's your one, two, three punch. And then whether or not you bring in back T.Y. Hilton or whether you draft another guy, you know, um, I think that's just a, a thing that gets shored up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we were talking earlier, but to me he's more of like a ball's got to get to him kind of receiver. You know, he fights for all of his catches, which – I'm not sure if that really lines up with how Prescott plays, but uh, you know, with our scheme, maybe we can scheme him open. I don't. My problem is I don't think Gallup's going to be a second. It, something happened after that injury that he just hasn't been the same. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to become the same player. Uh, he just isn't effective anymore. I mean, he he his best attribute are what those sideline catches. Yeah. That's his best attribute. Other than that, he does nothing during the game. I think with Gallup, it's a mental thing that he has to get over. Like Michael Irvin was talking about it. Like after one of those ACL tears, you're going to, you know, you're going to feel some type of way about getting out there again, doing your cuts and 
all this other stuff that made him so special. Um, but is this his second? Is this his second, or is it just his? I think it's his only major knee knee injury, right? Yeah, it's an ACL. Uh, he's been he's been injured. He gets injured. You know, uh, Gallup. Like I said, when he was drafted, he he was actually drafted to be he, he jumped into the number two role mm-hmm. when you know before we had C.D. Lamb, and uh, and it looked like he was going to handle that role, but then C.D. Lamb came into the picture and he was quickly number three. Uh, but yeah. that was you know when we that had didn't last long. Yeah, well, we had the the three headed monster of, of yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, I'm drawing a blank. Who we went to Cooper? Cooper? Uh, yeah, they, Gallup and, and, uh, and yeah, Lamb. wasn't that think, special. I think he showed last year if 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 it's just a you know a uh, recovery thing yeah so be it but I, I I'm not sure he's still gonna be a number two receiver mm-hmm. ever I, I I still think he's he fits a number three receiver yeah he's always going to be the guy that can stretch a defense but I don't think he's ever going to be he's ever going to work the middle. Yeah. Uh, you look at most of the routes he ran; it, they were all to the outside. Yep. Very, very few seam routes and things like that, or very few crossing routes. And, and really, didn't like go that. deep too much either. I think that has something to do with his injury. I really Maybe do. So. Um, but it, like I said, if if Thielen, if the numbers can be worked and bring Thielen in here, and you got Thielen as your number two, arguably, yeah. you know, well, whatever, you're interchangeable. Uh, I mean, you and, can and recreate. Gallup is your three. Yeah, I don't think you got a problem anymore. No, I think that fixes no. a big hole, and that's that's one thing I've looked at is is Dallas. You know, we've got these free agents out there. Um, um, I really think that before Dallas goes to the draft, I want all these question marks somebody to be able to fill them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we look at. Uh, Vayton, oh, I'm sorry, Leighton Vander Esch, mm-hmm. you know, it, it looks like they're going to let him walk. and Oh, are they? Yeah. And uh, the, but there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of free agents out there, young guys out there that I'm looking at. And, you know, we talked about uh, uh, Bobby uh, Wagner. Mm-hmm. And then we've, uh, and then uh, one of the other free agents. Levante David. Huh? Yeah. Levante David. Levante David. And yep. both these guys are 32. Yep. But there's two guys out there that are younger than Van Der Esch, And I think they're better than Van Der Esch. Um, And I, I think it's worth exploring. Uh, I don't think you're going to you're, – you're, there's not any shutdown corners, which Dallas definitely needs one. There's not any shutdown corners in free agent. Dean's out there, but he's actually a number two corner. He's not – He's not a number one corner, in my opinion. Um, and I think Dallas, if they want, they could go after Johnson, the free safety, and you can bring him in, and you can bring in one of these two young linebackers. So, uh, yeah, and I think if uh, the two guys that I'm looking at that really I think would be ideal for Dallas to bring in would be the kid from Tennessee. Would be David Long. He's a he's a true middle linebacker, and he's probably the best run stopper on free agency. Uh, he's 26 years old, um, and he's he's improved every year at Tennessee. The other guy that I think that would be worth exploring is Tremaine Edmonds. He's 25 years old, and he defense. plays on Buffalo's defense, say. which is a defense. Okay, now I know who he is. I don't know yeah. who the other guy is. Um, and there again, he's he's improved. Now, the only thing that there is a knock on, on uh, Edmonds is that sometimes he can show some inconsistency. Uh, but I'd be more than willing to bring those two guys now, in. How are they so young and already free agents? Were they drafted deep in the draft or something, had like two-year contracts or something? They were 20 years old as rookie. Oh, okay. As rookies. So rookies I'd rather, to me, I'd rather pay a guy that's 25, 26, get yeah. four solid five, you know, he's still going to be in his prime even before he's 30. Yeah. And by the time, you know, you can, you know, obviously these contracts you can set up to where you get a two-year look at them 
and then if not, you can you can you can dump them. But well, how old is uh Vanderesh? Vanderesh like younger. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. Um, and you know, like I said, you know, Esch was a solid player. He did, mm-hmm. you know, but his he, big issue is just injury. Injury. He was you injury, know, but he a, wasn't to me. He's not a true middle linebacker. He's kind of moving into that Sean Lee category of he's good when he's healthy. Yeah. But yeah, he's not really healthy most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I would I would agree. I mean, he he's he's fast, he's big, and he's physical. But I just don't see spending the money on him when I think you can go out and find two guys that are comparable and probably really two or three guys, uh, even the, the two linebackers from the Philadelphia Eagles are free agents, and both of Jeez. those did an admirable job. And they were all both on one-year deals. Is there so, anybody the Eagles can keep on defense? <laughs> well, it seems they, like their whole Graham, defense are free agents. They Graham just signed a one-year that deal. defense last uh, year, it worked and, and it worked. Yeah. I, like I said, I think something like six or seven of their starters were one-year guys, and all up, and you know, and they were they were solid. They weren't. I wouldn't put them in that great defensive category. Their offense obviously was controlling everything, but they're yeah. not really hurting on offense. Yeah, uh, and luckily their offense was run first, so it kind of controlled the game. Yeah. Let the defense kind of. Yeah. No, they consumed the clock so much that, yeah. uh, and you know, they're you know the, the the question is is Jason Kelsey is he talking about retirement or are they going to bring him back? I think yeah. he's gone. You know, now they did resign. It sure seems like he's probably going to be gone. Yeah, they did resign uh, the defensive end that's been there forever. Graham? Graham, yeah, they signed him to a one still year deal. Playing? Yeah, he's he's like 34, 35. They did resign. Drafting him. that dude on Madden for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think I think if, if Dallas is willing to go after, you know, I think Dallas is at, because of what we saw with the running game. And what we saw with the passing game last year, I think it, Dallas has to kind of catch up a little bit with the fallback. You can't rely on guys coming back from injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, like I said, I Odell Beckham, I know, was out there. He had a tryout today for teams. Dallas didn't have a representative. Uh, so I think it sounds like the book's closed on Odell Beckham with Dallas. And like I said, I, I would take Thielen ten times over. Yeah, over I would Odell too. Back. I agree. I mean, I'm two. out on Odell. I've been out on Odell since he didn't want to, you know, play in the regular season last year. Yeah. Because he just wanted to be in the playoffs. Yeah. So, so I don't know what what uh you know I think uh you know obviously Dallas is going to pick up the lower tier free agents like they typically do guys right. they plug and play. It's rare Dallas takes a big swing at somebody. Yeah, and uh, you know Gardner. Is is rated like the third. He's the highest rated safety. He can cover that, that tight was who, ends. When you were talking about him, was that's who I'm interested in. Yeah, no, I think he would come in and, and work nicely with uh, digs, D- and uh, just the scheme. Uh, Dallas likes to run. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. You know, if Dallas has to plug that number two wide receiver, if they don't get Thielen. They need to get somebody in the draft or something. Yeah. I was thinking draft-wise. They need well, to get somebody. Even draft, I think you're still taking that gamble. I'd rather have that whole field mm-hmm. where you're not drafting for need. You're not putting yourself in that position. Yeah. They always uh, back themselves yeah. into a corner. Yeah, to where they're taking, you know, we watch five wide receivers go off the board and mm-hmm. Dallas takes the sixth and they find the one that doesn't know how to catch. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's just like a Nelson you know, Aguilar like said, or something. I'd rather see them. In, it know, happens any time. Any time they draft for need, it bites them in the ass. Well, that's any team. I think that's any team. Yeah. That it, it's just so hard. You don't know what these guys are going to be. Yeah, and it's hard to pass up a position when you know you need it. Yeah, you know, and it's like, well, you know, this guy might be rated down here in the next round. But we've got these other guys, but we don't necessarily need that position. But they're rated really high. It's like just get those guys and just kind of keep on going, you know. Yeah, and that's why you see the top five, top ten teams that are drafting in the draft. They're drafting for need. Yep. Because they're so bad. Yeah. And most of them are taking quarterbacks yeah. or trying to get a quarterback. Well, really, most of the teams that are typically drafting in the top tier of the draft all need quarterbacks. That's the reason you're there. Yeah. Because you don't have a quarterback. And so, you know, I get it. Sometimes you're in that position or that predicament. You have to draft for need. But Dallas has done so much better when they don't draft for need. 
Um, and they have these players fall to them. And I want I, I would rather have the number two wide receiver field if you know they can help shore up the secondary by getting Gardner or finding a comparable cornerback out there to where you're not relying just on Diggs and Bland to be your two starters. Yep. You know, you can got you know, Dean's out there, but he is he's one of the top rated corners, but there are several corners out there that they can bring in. Um I just would like to have those, all those positions plugged, so we're not sitting here going, "Oh, they got to have this, yep. they got to have that," and uh, it just seems like the year when they went after Taco. Yeah. I mean that that draft. I mean the draft wasn't too bad. Well, it's like it, the first pick they went after need, and then everything else they went off their top player. Yeah. You know, and it seemed like because what there were three or four players that were pretty good that came out of that. Yeah, point. no, they had some good players out of that draft. Yeah. Um, you know, the year in every time they've drafted for the best player, they've seemed to do okay. Yeah. Um, but um, now the other thing that I saw um, with uh, the that that came down today was. Darius Slay is looking possibly being traded. Yeah, yeah. Darius Slay is uh, Philadelphia's Eagles' top cornerback, probably, arguably, top three cornerback in the league. Uh, I'm on the fence on this. Well, isn't it that he wants a bigger contract? He wants the guaranteed money. He doesn't necessarily want the – Bigger contract, like Jalen Ramsey type contract. He just wants yeah. the guaranteed money to be there. So the Eagles are pretty much like, well, go see what you can get. Kind of, get yeah. Well, because all I, of his guaranteed money is gone. Like yeah, that. Well, I think also, I think, I think those owners are about to get together and be like, look, this guaranteed crap that we keep doing, that's got to. I mean, they gave the the players a chance to get that. They just chose to not get drug tested on weed. Say, they chose okay. to smoke weed and uh, have one less practice. Yeah, so that's their fault. It's like, that's come the, on yeah. now. Nope. They. I think uh, I think Mike Bassick on 105.3 said it best. Uh, don't like, say that. Stunning well, your mamas don't get mad. Something good, but he said that there's a difference between baseball and football when it comes to the players and what they're looking out for. Yeah. Baseball, they're looking out for the players, the longevity of the players' contract, their families, all that. He's like football, they're looking out for smoking weed and less practice. He's like they yeah. they agreed to another game, not more. <laughs> No more pay, just another game, just so they could smoke weed. He was like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And it is stupid. They didn't go after guaranteed money, didn't go after none of that. They were like, oh, we just want to smoke weed. They're like, NFL's like, okay, well, go smoke away, and then we're going to have another game, and you're not getting paid anymore. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, Slay's going to, under if he stays with Philadelphia this year, I think he's the highest paid corner, probably six million. But Philadelphia obviously is trying to dump what they can, and you know, be prepared to kind of do the philosophy they did last year: plug and play with with a lot of these guys on defense. And you know, they got two first round draft picks. Yep. I suspect they're going to trade the number ten pick, probably trade back, and pick up another second rounder or something like that or whatever they can get for the right. guys. Uh, and I would do that. Just to probably try and recover from all yeah, the guys yeah, that are about to lose. Yeah, a lot of these holes they're going to have. And, um, but, like I said, the only thing I'm on the fence on with Slay, if Dallas could make a trade, which I don't ever think Philadelphia would ever trade with Dallas, um, is he's 32 years old. I think you might have two solid years out of him, and then you're going to see a decline from him. Yeah. Um, and I just think that that uh, that that that's where I'm kind of on the fence with him. Um, not sure what it would cost. You know, I think if it was any other team, you probably could get him for a second this year and a second next year. But I don't think they would go for that Dallas. They'd probably make no. Dallas, you know, five first rounders or something stupid. <laughs> um, but that would be ideal. Um, you know, um, there again. Probably more conducive for them to go after Jalen Ramsey of the Rams. They probably have an easier shot bringing over yeah. Jalen Ramsey if they're going to gamble that much. And he's two years younger. Yes, so. and he's two years younger. 
Um, so, you know, either one I think I would be fine with. Um, both, either one of them plugging up that number one hole. Um, like I said, I just, I, I, the ultimate thing I want to see Dallas in free agency is we still don't have any glaring holes going into the draft. I want them to draft the best player available across the board. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that typically when Dallas drafts best player available, that's when we have our best draft. Like the yacht draft. Yeah, I mean, when they, when they when start they doing CD. the whole, you know, we're going for need or all that crap, we've said this for years. We end up when with they taco. draft for need, it, you wind up with a taco and right. not the good kind. Right. Well, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, Dallas has done a good, I would say, a really Dallas good, has done a really good, good job of drafting. Draft. Yeah, there's now, I'm been not saying one guy who has been the bad apple out of all of them, but other than that, they've done. I thought they well, kind of knocked it out the park the past few years. Really. Tristan Hill too. He was kind of a letdown. I think he was yeah, a second round pick. Reason, they loved that kid, man. Well, they kept him around forever, and he never. I just really didn't understand anything. it. Yeah, well, and he shared my name. It was weird. I think really uh, what Dallas. The way they're going, I like it. The only thing, the only knock I have on Dallas is they still fall in love with these small school players yep. that yep. we've never heard of. And sitting here drafting people out of Navarro Community <laughs> College. Well, what, yeah, and, and, it, and it seems like to me, uh, I, I get it. They're trying to take a gamble, oh, yeah. take a risk, you know, like a, a you know, a, the, the wide receiver, Jalen. Um, Rager? No, oh. the, the Dallas drafted last year in the third round. Jalen Tolbert. Tolbert, yeah. You know, out of, uh, you know, Alabama State. Yeah. You know, yeah. and but, you know, that's three divisions they down. Said, they said, well, it's close to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> and he was in everybody slated him well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, when we drafted him, they everybody were giving him all these a good praises. Pick. They were like, oh, He yeah, was quick. A he's a good pick. route runner. You, know, you haven't seen uh, that yet. But, like I said, I, I, I tend to still want – I want that bona fide player coming from a bona fide school. Like right. SEC I, type school. Now, you know, I, I'm not – you know, Tolbert, I'm not too worried about it. It was a third round. If it was a fourth round, it would be even better. Yeah, I mean, if, but, if I want the Cowboys to take a chance on something, third round would be where it's at. Yeah. You know, like these players that have, like, off-the-field issues and yeah. injuries in college, but they were they were awesome before they got hurt or, yeah. you know, things like that. If you want to take a gamble, third round, go ahead. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, and, like, and uh, you know, we talked about the Hendon Hooker, you know, coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Now, he played at a decent school, Tennessee. But, yeah, I could see, you know, him going in the third round. I don't know if he'll go to the fourth, but yeah, if he's there in the third, maybe Dallas yeah. goes after. I think he goes highest the second round. Yeah, he's I'm thinking, been slated. Yeah, yeah, in the second. But, Most mark drafts I've seen, he's yeah. gone in the second round. Um, you know the. Uh, I just think your first and second round guys have got to be bona fide school players. Yeah, I think starters. First and Dallas, yeah, these guys yeah, got to be able starters. To plug right and, in and here's go. the here's the thing. Dallas is now chasing Philadelphia. They need guys. They can't take that gamble, that yeah. risk. They need to make sure these guys that They're are not coming top in. dog anymore. And yeah. they, they, gotta, they can't know, do they, too much risk because that NFC East is so tight. You yeah. could have had all four first to last. Yeah, or three of them. absolutely. Because yeah, I, I, and if if the Commanders find a uh, quarterback, yeah, you know they're going to be in the hunt. Yep. And so yeah, so it's. I mean, they're all. I, good. I really all think four of them. I, yeah, I really think it's kind of going to be unpredictable where they're going. I think they're all one piece. Away yeah. from yeah. making yeah. that next step. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's just the kind of thing that's got me curious. I tell you, the uh, big headlines for the day is the Bears traded yep. their number one pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers. That Just so Carolina can come in and screw the pick up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I mean, it's hard to that, screw it up when you can pick from anybody. But mm-hmm. You know, I get the risk taken when you're in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And they've retreaded every quarterback in the league, I think, for the last 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, but the Bears are going to get the number nine pick from Carolina. Second round pick this year. Second round pick next year. 
a second-round pick in 2025. And they got a good receiver in D.J. Moore. And that's going to be their – what, six starters by trading one pick. Uh, yeah. Well, four. Five. Sorry, five, yeah. And that's their number one receiver. Yeah. I don't see Mooney being the number one. DJ he was their number one receiver. DJ he? is going to be their number number yeah, one this coming up one. year. And you need to watch out for that because this draft they could go after another receiver. And what do they got? They got a three headed monster. I don't. I don't see them being you know playoff team this next season. Yeah. But um, a couple years. Yeah. You might. You might see well, the Bears in there. Fields starting to work. Fields yeah, starting well, to come yeah, into I think his own. You get, if that you know, starts happening, then you're going to start noticing that they're going to they're going to start beating teams. And really, last year they beat uh, they beat the Packers, didn't they? Um, they uh, they had a couple. Like win- they, they had a couple oh. wins. Is that when teams. Justin Fields was just running all over them? Yeah, they had a couple. Wins. They had a couple wins against teams. <laughs> yeah, they had a couple wins against teams last year that they were supposed to get whooped. Yeah, and they came in and beat them. Yeah, you know, and so that shows there's a there's a glimmer of a good team there. They just got to figure it out. Yeah, and, and now yeah. they've got and a ton of picks to do that. Well, and they've also I think they answered the young, question. So he's going to be there throughout those picks. Well, I think they answered the question of whether they're going to stick with Fields by doing this. Oh yeah, because you know if you're willing to give up the first round, yeah, pick the first and pick overall, you're you not want. you're not yeah. looking for a quarterback. Yeah, but you're only they're... moving down eight spots. Yeah, I mean oh. I think it was a steal. Yeah, the Browns, no, the I, Bears. Think it, I think it's good. And, and, they and there's probably a player that they're already eyeing. Yeah. That they're like, you know what, we can still get him at well, this spot. that's what I was going to bring up. This Jalen Carter out of Georgia who yeah. just got a, a – I don't think he got arraigned, but uh, there were some felonies no, out no, for they, his arrest. Uh, I believe they dropped everything. They dropped everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, you talk no. about the one that drove uh, – Drove the car with the – They were racing or whatever. They were racing. They yeah. dropped yeah. it. Oh, wow. So yeah. he's clear of so everything. So that's good for him. I mean – he was slated to go number one to the Bears in the mock yeah, draft that I see. Thinking we can pick him up at nine. At nine, and then yeah. They got maybe all those other picks. Maybe the other NFL teams are scared of him. You know, well, maybe they're probably banking on that. They're yeah. hoping that they're scared because apparently he had behavioral issues. He had maturity issues. Yeah, they kind of compared uh, him to uh, Thibodeau. Say, don't say Antonio teams? Brown if that's the case. You just stay away from my team. <laughs> no, no. Twenty-five. T- Teams be scared of him? I don't think so. I don't think so. Somebody I don't think he gets that far. Uh, anyways. Apparently, he's got the talent to where he's good enough to where somebody would be like, you know what? We're worried, but we're going to take you anyway. Yeah. No, I think, and I he think was, uh, he, he's definitely, uh, you know, it, the rumor is we may be seeing the first four picks as quarterbacks. Yeah. So, Carolina is, is on the clock. They're definitely getting a quarterback. They would have moved up right. if they weren't. They either get so, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. And there's one of C.J. them that Stroud, they think yeah. is far better than the others. Uh, others. Others, that's why they're going after them. Yeah, and so Anthony Richardson, who lit up the combine, which I, I just – I never rate a player by what they do in the combine. No. I, I rate them by what I see on the field. Like uh, I said, I don't, never, I don't care how high my quarterback can jump. Yeah. I need to know if he can play quarterback. Right. Um, Will Tevis and Hendon Hooker are the top five that are that are Hooker, in the class. Hooker's the, the one five. you said uh, blew his knee out. Yeah, he's the one that. Yeah, he's the, the Brock Purdy. You know, type Dal- guy. Dallas is going to have to take a quarterback this year. They're going to have to. And you know they got so the compensatory picks came in yesterday. Dallas gets a, fit, a two fifth rounds and a sixth. They didn't see, get Dallas the third is round. They always they pretty good when it comes to drafting in the mid part of the draft. Those. Fourth, fifth, and sixth yeah. round. I mean, that's how they, they got Dak, man. Good yeah, players. yeah. So, in with you know, typically what Dallas gets in the fifth round is offensive linemen, defensive tackles, yep. and they tight fill the ends. Team. They fill the team. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's, that's how it's they those do. that second tier of guys. You know, because you, you you don't you don't plug your offensive line with a bunch of first rounders. It doesn't work that way. Yep. You got to have playmakers. Um, there are philosophies out there that there, there's teams that really don't draft offensive linemen until the third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, know, Jimmy Johnson had that philosophy. You know, it's it's so funny. Draft I hear them people high draft playmakers. Yeah, he he always believed the first two rounds were playmaker rounds uh, to separate you from. And it was so funny as I always hear people talk about. You know, well Dallas's offensive line. This guy's they drafted all those guys high. Yeah. And I'm like, which guy did they draft high? Three mm-hmm. of them were free agents. 
One of them was a defensive end that they or defensive tackle. They the one they drafted guard. high is injured all the time. Was it? No, is that Tyron Smith? Yeah. What about Zach Martin? I thought he was a first no, round I'm pick as well. About, I'm talking about Dallas in the nineties. Oh, okay. oh, in the nineties. Okay. I was gonna say they have a yeah. lot of first rounders. Yeah. On the team. yeah now that now this version of Dallas has spent first yeah. round draft picks, and usually they, well, they do that it out in the, the second half of the first round. So really, this pick here is ideal where Dallas yeah. would draft a lineman. Well, they knocked it out the park last year. They did a great job with yeah. that, but I don't think I don't think you need a draft for the offensive line this year. Actually, I think Dallas. Uh, with Steele coming back, he's a restricted free agent. They put a second round tag on him that if anybody wants to take him, they got to pay Dallas a second round pick for him. So, and Dallas gets him this year for like four and a half million. Oh, that's wow, nothing. that's nothing for offensive linemen make yeah. upwards to thirty million a and, year. You know, uh, Tyron Smith. I think it's time for Tyron Smith to be traded. I think it's time to just move him off the team yep. and quit having that question mark of what's it going to be. He clearly we dropped off. We definitely found his replacement, too. Yeah, we found his replacement. It's, you know, there's Dallas can, if I'm not mistaken, I think they can save like $13 million yep. by trading him. The other way Dallas can save money is either trading or releasing. Releasing him after the deadline. Well, Elliot. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, well, yeah. And that, that – I. I think these are two guys that we're going to see being moved off the Cowboys roster, and that Zeke's money can gone. be spent elsewhere. Zeke's gone. Yeah, yeah he's I, I think I think it is. I think I it's just know. a matter of time. I, I don't never think anybody's fighting for him to keep a job. I never bank on it with the Joneses. I mean, the Joneses they've since I've been alive and I'm only nineteen. It's just like yeah, <laughs> they're I mean, too they're too loyal to their players that they, they don't want to let them go. These stars, yeah, and they want to keep. Like this fool, Jerry and Jones. I, you probably heard the interview on the radio that he was talking about trying to re-sign Zeke. And it's like, what? but you also never know with him. Sometimes that's all filler. Just like they didn't even have a, uh, a sit-down meeting with that Robinson kid from Texas. the running Bijan. Back. Yeah, they didn't yeah. even have it. But they've done that before. Like, they didn't sit down with Zeke when they drafted him. They right. thought Zeke was going to go too high. They thought he was going to be gone already, but they went ahead and got him when he was there. Yeah. You know, and I – Also I, pissed I off really Jalen Ramsey in the process. Yeah, yeah probably screwed <laughs> us for this year. You know? <laughs> but I really hope that happens again and that kid does fall to us because Dak has shown with a running game and an offensive line that hopefully can stay healthy. And I think they really beefed it up this year, or last year, with our draft pick, Smith. I yeah. think, I mean, I noticed from preseason, it just looked like he was manhandling these guys. And he had some stuff he had to work on, but by the end of the season, he was our, other than Zach Martin, he was our best offensive lineman, I thought, it's watching him play. He was just chunking dudes around. He was going against the best defensive ends in the league, and they weren't doing nothing. Yeah, he handled He handled pretty good. I mean, he's got, he's, no, I think he's going to become, well. and Dallas, for whatever reason, and we've talked about this multiple times, Max is, Dallas were re- are really good at drafting offensive linemen. They just well, know what they're looking for. I think I think when you really look at it, I mean, you know, and it's not uh, a sexy pick. You know, it's no, a it's not a sexy pick. pick but, but I think I think when pick. teams are willing to spend a high draft pick on an offensive line, they've got to be good. Most times, well, most times you're going to hit on these guys because yeah. most of them are falling to you, and uh, you know, just like uh, the Chiefs, they traded. For the kid from Baltimore, Orlando yeah. Brown. Yeah, well, and now they we released saying, him. We were saying the year before, we were like, man, if they just got an offensive line. Yeah, and yet they did. They revamped their yeah. offensive line. But they so did now it a different way. They didn't Brown. draft their way in. And they if I'm not mistaken, didn't they give up a first round pick for him? Yeah, I and believe he's so. Played I mean, in two years. Yeah, yeah. but your Kansas City, long? your first round pick is damn near a second round pick. Well, you're the last. Yeah, you're 32. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But you know, and that that helped. You know, but they're you know they released him. Yeah. So now they've and already I mean, moved and, off and of if, him. If you go into it with that mentality of, yeah, we're trading a first round pick for this guy, but our first round pick is damn near a second round pick. I yeah. Mean, well, we're that's that's the thing that people have to look at. It's just like last year when, when uh, they took Tyler Smith. Yeah. Uh, people said, well, why'd they take him in the first? He's going to be in the second. He's he probably was gone. He was probably going to be gone yeah. in the second. Yeah. And see, even me and you were like, well. You know, but they, that's not really you know, who I wanted them to get. It but wasn't, we like, yeah, it wasn't a, a sexy pick, pick but yeah. then I understood it. 
Yeah. After I looked at it and go, you know what? And it, I they, think it, they've been needing to make this pick for five damn years, and they yeah. finally did. Yeah. And I, I <laughs> think know? it's also you're sitting there watching this draft. You're up watching two hours. Your team finally comes up and they get an alignment. Right. And you're like, man, eh, stayed up all night watching this for this. Because right. like you said, it's not a sick, sexy pick. It's not a fun, cool pick. But it turns out to be a good pick. Mm. And you know, like when they got Zach Martin, they got booed. Remember that? When they drafted Zach Martin, they were booed. That's right. And Travis Frederick. Yeah. Both of them. Both of them. And both of them are were some of the best offensive linemen we've ever had. Yeah. No, they, they were definitely good picks. Uh, but I, I think what really happens on that is if you look at teams, offensive line seems to be the easiest to build yeah. in the league. You know, look how fast. I think if you get the mold and you know what you're looking for and Dallas yeah. has proven – they know what they're looking for. Well, and, and just look how fast Kansas City rebuilt theirs. Yeah. They did it in one season. Look how fast Cincinnati did theirs. They did it in one season. Yeah. You know. Um, they had to. So, just. I don't see Dallas. I mean, there are a couple of guys that I see that I would like. Yeah. But I don't, I'd rather see the first and second round picks um, go to a playmaker. playmaker type position. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. Not, not necessarily. Or someone who can actually make an impact. Yeah, you know, right. like a, a defensive end or something to that effect. All right, so speaking of impact, Aaron Rodgers is given permission to go out and seek trade. So he's been talking to the Jets. J-E-T-T-T-T-T. Jets, Jets, and more Jets. Um... But sounds like the top of the draft. So the Packers have got themselves in a predicament here. They've got Jordan Love, who's a backup quarterback that's been sitting on the bench for four years. He was a rookie they drafted four years ago. They got one more year with him before they've got to decide they're going to give him a big contract and find out what he is. So they've given Aaron Rodgers the opportunity to find a trade. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers has the most is the most trade commodity they have. I would I yep. would trade him over Jordan Love. Jordan Love still has a future. I think Aaron Rodgers is probably one two years. And most he's done. Yeah, yeah, I think I think mentally, with him flirting with it all the time. Yeah, I mean, he is flirting with retirement. Talking about retirement. Yeah, I mean, Every, right. I mean, as soon as the season's over. He's You're, talking about it. Right. And I don't know if he's just trying to keep himself in the limelight because he is a big diva. diva. I yeah. mean, he is. He has to have something going on all the time. This guy cannot keep himself out of the news. It's, just like, it's just like a guy having a mentality, I don't want to work. Well, that fool is not going to work. Yeah. I well, mean, that it's, it, I think what it is, he knows he's good, so he knows he can get away with all this crap. If this was another player, just like a – uh, Tony Pollard, just picking a random player. If this was Tony Pollard pulling all this stuff, he'd be gone. Yeah, you know, yeah, well, going on these lucid trips to where you're taking mushrooms and doing all this hippie crap. But then again, Tony's not making fifty million dollars. Well, that's year. what I'm saying. Yeah. He has he has the talent that allows him to act that way. Tom yeah. Brady could do all sorts of stupid crap during their Super Bowl run if he wanted to. Right. He didn't because he was a constant professional. But if he wanted to act stupid and do dumb Antonio Brown type stuff, he could do it. Because what are they going to do? You get rid of him, there goes your franchise. Yeah. You know, and it's the same way with Aaron Rodgers. He knows he can get away with this stuff. Stuff that other players wouldn't be able to do. He can come in and lie about his vaccination or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And he can do all this different stuff, and he knows there's no consequences. And the reason being is he's Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, that nothing's going to happen to him. Yeah. I think and, this and move. he knows he can go He can go on all these weird sit-in-darkness-for-four-day trips and all this weird hippie crap, but it's like, I don't know. It, I'm tired of him, in all yeah. honesty. I hope he does retire because I'm tired of listening to him and all of his – all of his weird antics. It's like, just go. Yeah. It's like, retire and go have fun. You made a ton of money. You don't need, he doesn't need the money. I no. think this move will be good for both teams. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, so. Give him but, something but else I, to go for. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, yeah, there, there was an too. old saying that Bill Parcells used to have. 
when you start thinking about retirement, you're retired. You're retired. You're retired. Yep. And uh, and he's been doing it for the past three years. Yeah, three years, right? Yeah. I know for the well, least it seems two. like yeah. That well, actually, before his MVP, and it, and it could for be his, an emotional, an emotional. Well, when they outburst. drafted Love, he he threatened. He was, it. Yes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. It, we kind of went through that charade. And, and could, now look it at it could the, be an emotional outburst when he look, you know, when the team is eliminated at the end of the year. People say dumb stuff all the time when they're emotional. Yeah, but you he, know, he took his darkness retreat, so he had a clear mind. Yeah, he's so, got one now. What are we doing? He said he needed to go into darkness. Or he uh, decided if he wanted to retire or not. So yeah. if he goes to the Jets, speaking of going to darkness, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, if he goes to the Jets, I still think they need some help. I still think they're the third best team yeah. in that division. I don't think that he's going to leapfrog the Dolphins or but he gives or, them a chance or the Bills. He does, he does. give him. He is that wild card. Um, I think he would probably have a better shot by going going to. Uh, the uh, Colts, uh, I think that 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 could propel them. Colts actually have an offensive line. They got a young receiving core. They actually they have got a probably really one good. of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. they but they actually have an underrated defense. Yeah, their their defense. The problem with them is they don't well get any. Year. They don't get any notoriety when it comes to being played on national television. You don't ever get to watch. Well, them. it's hard to give a team that only wins four games yeah. that kind of you know yeah. whatever it is. They won, but I, you know I could see if he wants to go to the Colts. Uh, yeah, I, I would I mean, entertain that if I were the Colts. I um, mean, I like the Colts. I think they're actually a pretty good team. Like you yeah, said, they I don't think they're that far defense. off. Our really defense don't. is fairly young, but they, you know? that's a weak division right now. Take it. Yeah, so you know, I, I think if he wants yeah, another shot at a Super Bowl, that the way the NFL structured is. You can win your division, you're in. Yeah. So it depends on kind of depends on if he wants to go that route. Yeah. You know, if he wants to take the easy win. Yeah, because the Packers have got to find out what they've got with Jordan Love. Yeah. And they've got all the trades from Devontae Adams. If they trade Rodgers, that that's going to get them faster. Yeah. And even if even and if even if they have a shitty season, yeah, at they'll, least they'll probably there goes still a take the quarterback. Yeah, there's as a high well. pick. Yeah. And so with the. I, I, I really think that that that's what needs to happen for Green Bay. I think it's time to move on, close the book on on Rodgers, and let him go somewhere else. Yeah, with uh, the going back to the Colts, I they got the number four pick in the draft. Yeah. Why not they go get your? They might get a quarterback then. Yeah. Why not go get your franchise quarterback there? Or at least I try. Mean, you you know, yeah, exactly. Rodgers is what two years at the most. Two years and you're going to deal with time. all this off-season stuff. You're going to deal with all this off-the-field stuff. And they've kind of gotten that uh, joking mannerism to them with signing Matt Ryan, with signing, was it Carson Wentz who was there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, stop, Rivers. Yeah, stop playing <laughs> with your quarterback situation. I mean, any team with Philip Rivers. So when Wentz was their quarterback, did you hear that they called? Philip Rivers and try and bring him out of retirement. Oh, <laughs> they tried, and he was like, "No, nah, man, I'm here with my they kids." Tried, He's like, "I'm taking them to school." They in the tried. Morning. They tried uh, doing that to Andrew Luck as well. Oh, uh, that was the that was the weirdest the story. Weirdest thing. The guy in the in his prime was like, "You know what? Well, I'm that, done." That yeah. injury. I think that injury was scared a him. lot more, and it, I think it scared him. What yeah. was the injury? I can't even remember. I think it was a shoulder injury. Wasn't it, it was something near his head. I know that. Or something like yeah. I can't. Wow. Maybe it just scared him. I, and well, he's like, it, you know it seemed what? like I want to be able to walk when I'm older. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it seemed like it, yeah. Um, and he made. I mean, he's got his money. money. He so. didn't need the money. Right? Uh, he so. was a good player. I, I really thought he was one that. that he was the replacement get, for Peyton Manning. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know I, what I really thought? You know what I liked about him the most is he get lit up by a defensive end. Yeah. And he get up, slap him on the ass, say, Good hit, man. And then keep going. That I don't I think it was uh I think it was actually Chris Jones. He said, Man, I he's like, I put a hit on him. He's like, and he got up, told me good job, and I was like, What is wrong with this guy? You know? <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a weird thing. When he retired it kinda caught everybody. It really, really kind of screwed the Colts. Yeah. In a way, because they were not expecting that at no, all. They were yeah, building that, that team around him, and then he was kind of like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, that was a cliffhanger for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were kind of, they were, you know, they had just drafted 
Quentin, the offensive lineman. Nelson. Yeah, Nelson. They were know. building around him to try and, and, and make. That, a, actually, that offensive line, I thought it, that year, those they are were one the of the top offensive line right now. At that time. Right now is one of the top offensive yeah. lines in the NFL. Yeah. Well, they have to be a good offensive line when you have one of the best running backs. Exactly. It, it all works just like together. Murray. When Zeke was the number one running back, granted he was a good running back, we had the best offensive line in and football. Jonathan Taylor is no slouch. He yeah. gets up there. He's good. He he reminds me of a younger Zeke. Yeah, like first year, 2016 Z. So it sounds like we're all in agreement that the Green Bay Packers need to get they need to move need on, to move on yeah. and yeah. close the book on this. Get what so, you can for them. Yeah. So uh, we've gotten a request from all of our listeners. Um, they want a segment on NASCAR. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> You're out, huh? What the. Have to teach Tristan about NASCAR. NASCAR. Okay. All right. Well, then let's go to the uh, the biggest story in NASCAR is Chase breaks his leg snowboarding yeah. in yeah. the second week of the season. Yeah. You know, and and I don't so know if you how saw, long is he going to be out? So as of right now, they're saying two months, which is six races, if not eight races. Yeah. So that kills a season, but with the way the playoff is structured now. Uh, since he is a past champion, they've given him uh, a waiver. Yeah. If he can come back and win a race, he's in. He's still in. The problem yeah. is he is not racing, so he's not accumulating all these playoff points. No. So every single time it resets, he's going to have to win to move on because yeah. what's happening is these guys are going to have 40 to 60 to 80 points added to their points. So he's going to start at the bottom with nothing. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a stage win so far this season. He's only raced once. Yeah. Well, twice. he's raced twice. He's raced twice. Yeah. Now, he got he got 33rd in Daytona, and he got second at, what, Fontana was the second race? Yeah, I think yeah. so. He yeah. got second. Fontana so, or Vegas? What was so, it? it's Fontana. Yeah, it's Fontana. And then Vegas, Vegas was Vegas. Last. Yeah. But, breaks his leg. I mean, so... I guess the real question is, do you think these guys should be able to do things like that outside of NASCAR when they know they're in a season, they're doing all that? Because that's the big debate right now. Well, it's in other sports, it is written in some of their contracts. Uh, their extracurricular activities. It is in his contract. Yeah. So him it, him mean, and Kyle Larson have yeah. it in their contract because they want to do dirt racing. Right. Well, it NASCAR, said if you, do, a, if you yeah. do something dangerous and you get hurt and you miss races, you're not getting paid. Right. Granted, He's going to get paid from sponsors, but you're not getting paid by Kendrick. Right. Um, well, he is. He Well, yeah, he's got individual sponsors, and I'm not sure how that works with, sure. with NASCAR. But, you know, I, you know, yeah, it's something that they'll probably make some kind of rule or some kind of contractual thing from here on out because yeah. we've seen that before. Oh, yeah. Tony Stewart got really hurt. Yeah. Uh, broke, he, he was broke real his big. foot or whatever when he flipped in the sprint car. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been several guys, and, and I know even that's, he was talking about that in the last broadcast. Yeah. He was saying, "Man, it is hard to come back from that in the middle of the season." Yeah, he's like, "So even if he does make it back, yeah, he was like, you know, it's gonna be hard for him to get up there and win, and then put himself into the playoffs, and then continue to win right. to try and get another championship." And uh, I would say his replacement didn't do that bad of a job. Barry. I think he damn near finished like dead last, didn't he? Bell, pretty was it Bell? No, uh, it was a uh, Josh Berry. Is Josh Berry? Up. That's right. He that's is. Right. Uh, so he came from uh, Dale Earnhardt's dirt team. Yeah. Uh, Dale Earnhardt surprised him with a Xfinity Series contract on their podcast. Actually, wow. Surprised him with an Xfinity Series contract. Then uh, Hendrick got with Dale and brought him in to replace Chase during these races. Yeah. So he's racing at Xfinity. And then he's jumping in the nine and racing it. Yeah. But, yeah, he did He was, like, four laps down. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the first time he's ever drove these cars. He's never drove them before. He's racing Xfinity, which is a whole different vehicle. It's right. not the same car as the next gen. Yeah, he's going to have to He's going to have to learn. But he'll those. get better. I mean, he's, got, he's gotten good at every single... You know, thing that he's ever been a part of. Well, so. it gives him exposure, and if somebody's willing to show a contract, there's always always teams needing drivers, yeah. so he's going to get some exposure. I tell you though, the last week's race, William Byron, yep, 
just flat dominated that race. Won all three stages, yeah. and uh, and not by sheer luck. He just flat drove to the front. Yeah. All three. Uh, I mean, I don't remember how many laps he led, but uh, that was a good classic dominate ass whooping, ass whooping on the field. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I know he's got that capability. I've seen him do it before. Yeah. yeah and, he's a hell of a driver for coming out of our racing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it that it, you know, it had me tuned in because I wanted to see once he won the first two legs, I wanted to see okay, can he pull it. this off? Yeah. And, and it had me watching the whole. As long race as he doesn't get wrecked week, last week. And see that that's what you want. That's what NASCAR needs. They need yeah. something to keep people watching. Yeah. Especially with Chase being out, because I guarantee that made a difference in people watching the race. Well, he definitely because got a big draw. The way NASCAR is, and correct me if I'm wrong, the way NASCAR is, you need a driver. You can't just sit down and no. watch it for the sport. You need somebody to root for, and if that person that you root for isn't there, it's hard to watch it. Well, but you know, without, on we without move on, one thing Tristan might not not know, we're talking about William Byron. Yeah, he came from playing video games, and now he's in NASCAR. Really? Yeah. So, have you ever seen like the iRacing? racing? Uh, yeah. We played it. Me and Max played it a little while. It's hard as hell to do it, but. It's, it's like a really realistic simulator when it comes to racing. You race with a wheel, uh, you know, all that different stuff, and you race against real people in real time. And uh, that's where he learned how to drive on these tracks. And now he's in NASCAR, and he's winning races. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when uh, Carl Edwards yep. raced, it, it was funny because when he learned how to race on Pocono, which is a trial, so it's got three turns. Four turns, so it's a triangle, and uh, he's never ridden on it before, driven on it before. So he learned via video games how to race on that track through simulation. And I think you know, I think that that, that goes hand in hand with a lot of the sports. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these players you utilize as video games. Yeah, well, my, how my to... daughter wanted to learn the rules of football. Yeah, I said go play Madden. Yeah, I said you'll learn them real quick. Yeah, and uh, so. Yeah, so it was a good week for NASCAR. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, but that's going to wrap up this show. And uh, unless we got anything else we want to talk about, gentlemen. I think we're good. I think we'll, we're uh, good. We'll uh, put this one out on Monday, and then uh, we'll be back on Thursday. We would have had a Wednesday, but, uh, but Nathan deleted, deleted it. it. So uh, we'll... we'll uh, We'll cover some more stuff on Thursday and then uh, get it all wrapped up and out there. And got something next? Yeah, so next week we'll talk about whether or not Tom Brady's a Hall of Famer. Uh, all right. What? <laughs> we can spend hours on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely up for debate. All right.